You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Rikari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you, so visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. Your coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced. It's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com. Music lead up. Welcome to episode 33. Or no. 31. Wow, it was epic for nothing. 31. <laughs> Jeez, dude. 31 back 30. in the saddle. There you go. There you go. It's all right. We'll, we'll give you a freebie, man. You, you missed last week. It's cool. I did. I did. How did the duo thing go, man? How did you feel about the duo atmosphere? It was good. I, honestly, I think it was good. Because um, it just like when there's because like, like obviously here, I'll be honest. Okay, here's the thing. You, you two have been doing this a long time, right? Like even before this show, like previous shows right so the two right. you've got this long chemistry like i know you i know kevin i'm like the you know trying to fit in trying to figure this out so the two you can have a lot of conversations just the two of you right right so with one of you missing now it's just the two of us right it was two of kevin it's so a lot easier to just yeah just like have a conversation now versus like sure you know so i i think that i think it, it works both ways i think it for, at least for the listeners i think it's gonna be cool to have different dynamics you know this is our pre-show. We, you know, we did a. I, I did a sweet fuck up intro. I called it thirty three. <laughs> it's actually thirty one. But while we're here, dude, let's uh, well, let's bang it out. The fact that this show's brought to you by Kings Coast Coffee, like it always is. And uh, hey, on the horizon, GCX, GCX. Make sure you get your tickets. Get your tickets now. And uh, the after dark, the after dark event, which I'm told is not sexual in any way. <laughs> So, yeah, we're going to put that out there. Um, disappointing, I'm sure. But, yeah, just for everyone to be aware that it does exist. So make sure you get your tickets. I'm going to be there. Clint is going to be there. Paul's going to be yeah. there. Oh, shit, that's right. Although, oh. dude, I forgot about the fundraiser. It started. Twitch.tv forward slash GCX event. GCX event. Get over there. Help out. Help out the cause. Oh yeah, she's playing. Uh, she's playing a little Sims Four. Building the floor oh. pan in in Sims, that is incredible. What a great Sick. idea! Yeah, that's great. That is awesome. Make sure you guys head over there every Friday for this entire month, and then the actual stream, the charity stream event. Well, the whole thing's a charity. But marathon, yeah, the marathon. The, the, the marathon that you all look forward to is June. Yep, I'll be a part of that this year. Yeah, sweet. Looking forward to it. Do, do, can you can you divulge what what you're going to be streaming? Um, honestly, so a part of the conversation we'll have today is I've been tra- trying a lot of new games. Been trying a lot Hell of new games. Hell so yeah. uh, I, I honestly could I couldn't tell you. I, I mean, my Escape from Tarkov is my default, and I've done enough charity events with playing that game that has a lot of like shenanigans and things that you can do with people do- mm-hmm. donating and stuff mm-hmm. because of the whole permadeath situation. So that's, that's true. That's true. 
Yeah, so pro- I mean, Tarkov's a good one. I used to do BRs because BRs are always at like quick start, restart, and the, you know, yeah, it's always drop my gun, and drop my this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you were talking, Clintus, earlier about um, the 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 dynamic of a duo interaction. Yeah, yeah. So just uh, uh, it's it's a one on one conversation, right? And it's yeah. always like it's always when a third person is joined. There's always one person that's silent, right? Like for the most part, it's a you know one to one conversation, and the third person interjects, or the conversation mm-hmm. swings to the other person. And so also just I like I said, I think just it's been now what are we four weeks, five weeks? This the fifth. I, this might be five. Might be five. So you know, just getting that groove, and and the more episodes we record, then we start having that rapport of like conversations from last week and stories from mm-hmm. last week and oh remember you said that and how's that going like the follow-up right like and right. so uh yeah i know i mean it's, it's different i think it's a different vibe um but i think it works both sides both both versions work whether it's yeah. duos or trios or whatever which i'm not gonna lie we we had every every expectation that's exactly how it was gonna it was gonna unfold like there was going to be no issues with anybody having to do a duo episode. It was just going to easily just roll out. Exactly. And that's what Kevin said when he was Mike's not going to Mike's not here. He goes, which is exactly why Clintus is here. Like we have an episode like, yep. you know, if one of you guys can't make it like today, Kevin can't be here. Like there have been there would have been two weeks of back to back new episodes, you know, in case in case you didn't notice. <laughs> so beforehand, Clintus and I were having a conversation, man. Uh, yesterday was Cinco de Mayo. We're recording this on the 6th. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't do fuck all fun for Cinco de Mayo, man, and I love Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, but well, you, I mean, I live in Arizona, so you know, obviously, a lot of Mexican food, a lot of uh, Hispanic influence surrounding us. And I used to, my wife and I both used to work at a Mexican food restaurant, and so Cinco de Mayo was huge. Like they do the the big tent in the parking lot, and you know, they'd bring employees over from other locations because they like the the main location had just the giant one, right? Like. Same as like uh, St. Patrick's Day at like an Irish pub, right? Like just giant yeah. tent party and you got live music and uh, food specials, drink specials. And it was always a lot of fun. So even like when I was younger and I, obviously I couldn't drink, uh, it was still one of those things where like Cinco de Mayo was like a big deal, right? Like just mm-hmm. for the where I worked. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of the whole thing with Taco Tuesday. Like we we do Taco Tuesday every week because it's just an excuse to eat tacos. Same, same. And same. and. After a while, my wife will get creative, and she's like, "We're doing taco pasta. We're doing taco pizza. We're doing uh, cheeseburger tacos, you know, or or, or, or something like that." Like, uh, you take a, a packet of uh, taco seasoning to any anything, and all of a sudden it's taco themed, you know? Yep, yep. So I love it's, it. It's it's the cinco. Cinco is just like an excuse to eat Mexican food, and you know, and other others use an excuse to drink or whatever. So it, it always becomes like a party. It's like I had my brother and sister in law over. My my dad stopped by with some some salsa. He made like two different kinds of salsa in a, in a cheese dip or a queso dip. Dude, homemade salsa, so good. We had like so, three different kinds. That's the best part. It's like okay, this one's like a pico, but it's made with like heirloom tomatoes and and um, serranos and and then this one's a puree with habaneros and oh, dude, so good, just delicious. I I yeah. love it, <laughs> the best. Typically, yeah, it's that's. That's that's my margarita day, man. I mean, yep. every day's margarita day. Yep. But that is yeah. Well, it is. it's just an excuse, like you said. It's an excuse. Like it's Friday. Let's yeah. have pizza and beer, right? Like mm-hmm. you can have pizza and beer every night, but it's like mm-hmm. because it's Friday, you're like, ah, eh, you know. We had a yeah. we had a shoot for some Star Wars and Scotch stuff yesterday, and mm-hmm. uh, we were finishing it up, and Danielle comes over and goes, uh, "So you guys want margaritas?" Yeah, uh, <laughs> yes. It's Cinco yes. de Mayo. Absolutely. Yes, <laughs> yes please. Yes. Trick question. 
Well, and, and also too, like a lot of a lot of places will do like sales, right? So think certain things will be on sale because of the holiday, right? Like, mm-hmm. so you know, maybe I don't know. I, I don't. I, my wife does most of the shopping, so it's like you know, maybe Corona and Dos Equis was, was on sale yesterday, or yeah. Carne Asada was on sale yesterday, just because because you know stores know, and it's an excuse to throw a promo up and of course, you know, throw throw a yellow or red sign on it. And people think they're getting a deal. Mm-hmm. My, um, we were also talking beforehand. Um, we always we always find that our pre our pre recording discussions we have to like curb Stop. because we yeah. we start talking and before you know it we've actually gone through like fifty percent more stuff that we could have included but we've already talked about mm-hmm. so it, we we have to almost like just mute and wait till we're ready to go live but um uh, my wife also used to bartend actually that's that's where I met my wife they say oh okay they say you know. You, you shouldn't do that, but I said, fuck them, and I did it anyways. <laughs> That's where I met my wife. True story, um, when she first got my number, she threw it away. <laughs> she, she tells me that's not true, and I think she's full of shit, that she just, like, lost the number. I go, no, you, you, you threw it away. Right, right. Right? But, yeah, so she used to bartend. That was... That was a fun time, man. I'll tell you what. Um, so we lived we lived in a college town, um, and how do how do I how do I want to I want to word this? Some frat bro bros, like super crass, right? Uh, but it's a college bar, so you know, like you there's a there's a specific way, right? That, that they have to dress to make mm-hmm. money. Similar mm-hmm. to Hooters. Yep. Right? So yep. you're in a college town. There's a atmosphere that you ha- that they choose to cater to. You don't have to, but this establishment chose to cater to this at- atmosphere, and it just so happened to be where she worked. And, um, you know, it is what it is. She obviously made a lot of money there. Sure. It, there's a lot of money in bartending. Yep. And, um, man, it was, it was uh, weird at first. Because part of you, when part of you, when she, when I say you, part of me wanted to <laughs> say something, right? Because mm-hmm. guys would come up and say the most heinous shit to her mm. behind the bar. She's sitting there behind the bar, and they would say, and she would always want me to come, so I would get off work right at like eleven o'clock, and she'd be like, "Hey, I'm working tonight. You should swing by." I'd come over, um, get something to eat while she's working, and and just have a little bit of time to catch up before I went home, went to bed and she had to continue to work. And, and, you know, we just kind of in passing catch up and man, while I was there, man, some of the most raunchy shit sure would be said. And I'm sitting right there and it's where it's her place of work. I got like, you have to be respectful to her place of work. It's where she's making money and I'm not going to cause waves. And, and I know all the bouncers there. I'm friends with them. I'm friends with the, with the managers and, it's just not, you know, you're not going to cause a scene. It's not the right thing to do. Right. But holy shit, man, when a, when a guy leaned over the bar and, and looked at her and goes, I want to eat your asshole. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, man, that's just, you said it was, a, it was like a college area, though? College yeah. Town? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So like, you just chalk what? it up to in- in- immaturity and, you know. I'm like, what? You just found your dick last week. I got it. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, what? 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 Man, I, I, at that point, so at that time, I smoked a lot. I was like two packs a day. I took my cigarette 
I put it down. I finished my beer. I was like, I, I love you. Um, I I will come back to the establishment, but I will not be at your bar. I, I will go to your. <laughs> I will I will be hanging out at your friends' bars, right. just like out of earshot, anywhere yeah. that's out of earshot. Because yeah, yeah. I just I cannot subject myself to this uh to this abuse anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It was brutal, dude. Yeah, well, so my wife and I met when we were, I mean, I was still in high school, so we were both in high school. Um, so I was a junior, she was a sophomore, but at the Mexican food restaurant that I worked at, I was, at the time, uh, I was a host, right? So I sat people. So you'd come in the restaurant, like, hi, two, smoking none, yeah. you know, and go see you. And she came in with her sister and her dad after a volleyball game. So they're in their spandex, they're in like their uniforms and stuff, and I seat them. And I recognize them, I know they go to my school, her sister's a year older, and um uh, and my wife was a year younger. So I'm like, okay, I recognize these girls. And uh, obviously they're wearing their, you know, uniforms from the high school and shit. And, uh, you know, just one of those things where like, I'm walking through the restaurant and whatnot. And uh, every time I looked over at her, you know, she'd make eye contact with me and give me a little smile, whatever. She's cute and everything. That's a Tuesday. Two days so later. We're vibing. Yeah, 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 for sure, for yeah. sure. But, you know, that happens a lot because I'm in a restaurant. People are there all the time. Right. Especially people that I go to school with. Um, two days later, it's Thursday. She comes back with her sister and her sister's boyfriend after a volleyball game. Same thing. They come in. I seat them. Um, I'm, you know, it's like, okay, these are two days in a row. Same thing. I, if I tell my, like, just, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the restaurant, like, you know, dirty tables. How many, how many empty tables do we, how many do we have? I look at her. She looks at me. She, she smiles. And I'm like, I know where this girl sits. Like, I know who she hangs out with at school, right? Again, she's younger, but her friend's boyfriends are my friends, right? So sure enough, oh, Friday, oh. Friday, I go sit down with my buddies and uh i'm, I'm just chatting with them and i asked about my, my wife and i was like hey, you know so who, what's up with this girl uh, you know tiffany that hangs out with you know your guys your, your girlfriends and here they come walking up and her, she just turned bright red she's like oh my god it's the guy from the little restaurant you know <laughs> i introduce myself and everything and get her number and i come over that night at her house and we watched titanic on dual vhs dual vhs dual, bro dual. <laughs> Because it's such a long movie. It's like one of the first three-hour movies. Yes. Oh my like one God, of the first three-hour movies. And so it's like the dual VHS. And so she had a little TV in her room with a built-in VCR in the bottom. And so we're like putting the tape in and I'm on the floor. She's like laying on her bed right here and we're just watching Titanic. And that was like our first little date. And dude, uh, that was a Friday night. Dude. And then so the next day I come over on Saturday and I hung out all day. I rode my bike because I wasn't driving at the time. I was 16, <laughs> but I didn't have my license yet. So uh, she lived about two and a half miles away. So I rode my bike two and a half miles over. And we hung out all day and we watched MTV. This is where MTV actually had music videos. Yes. And so we actually sat yes. and just listened to basically like listening to music, but the T was on the TV, right? Kind of like the, I guess the equivalent of YouTube today. Like people watch YouTube, like listen yeah. to YouTube. Pretty much, pretty much. Yep. Three, three, three questions. One, do you remember the box? Oh God. Um, I want to say you, it, it had Leo on the front, like and her, like, like, Oh no, I'm face. sorry. The music channel, the box. Oh, I'm like the box of the cup. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> the, the music cool. channel, the box. No, the box. Um, Damn, it was MTV, so. VH1, and the box. Those were the three. Oh, ones. No, I don't think I had that. It was that a satellite only, maybe? No, 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 fuck no. We couldn't afford that shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. The but, box didn't sound right. So, one admission time. I have never, never watched Titanic. <laughs> i have never i've never seen and it's to a point where it's it's like uh or not to a point it is a point of pride at this point that you've never watched it 
It's a lot of points. It's a point of pride <laughs> at this point that yeah. I have not watched it, and I want to continue this almost like to my deathbed. I will yeah. not see that movie at this point. I gotta stop saying yeah. point. I now that I'm hearing myself talk, it's it's I'm saying it a lot. I will not see that. Correct. And my wife was dumbfounded when she heard that. She's like, this needs to change. You have to see this movie. Right. And right. nope, I won't budge. I will not budge. Do I have any movies like that? Do I have any movies that I refuse to watch? I'm trying to think. And it's not out of any... I don't, I don't like, think there's anything that I, I, I ever refuse to watch. To? There's a ton that I've never seen. Well, yeah. Absolutely. Do you remember... Do you remember... Um, we didn't have one, but I remember my grandparents had one. V- specific VHS rewinders. Oh, yeah. We just put the they t- had, tape in just rewind it? You, just to rewind it, dude. That way you, Wait, y'all didn't use the, pencils? I, that's <laughs> cassettes. That's cassettes. Cassettes. <laughs> I did use those. Man, they had high-speed VHS rewinders. You, mm-hmm. So for movies like Titanic, you pop one in the rewinder when you're done one, pop two in the player. Good to go. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, a ton, there's a ton of old movies I've never seen. Um, like even when I was in college, like at the time when I was in college, which I mean, we're coming up to 20 years since that's been a thing. But like The Godfather and Scarface, like classics yeah. even back then that I had never seen. And like, you know, I was in film class. So we were seeing we went this whole like thing of like history of film. So we got to see all of the like evolution of like genres and stuff like that, like the foreshadowing of noir and stuff. And it's like. I feel like that's the reason why I am who I am today, where I don't really, I don't get nostalgic. And there's like a lot of movies that I'll go back and watch. I'm like, yeah, they're not as good as I remember them. And I always mm-hmm. have that feeling of like, don't go back and watch old movies. Cause like, just have that memory of what it used to be. Cause you watch it today, technology, uh, you know, we're desensitized when it comes to like horror. And, you know, we talk about the gore and horror shit movies yeah. from you know previous episodes. Like nowadays you watch something that from when we were kids, it scared the shit out of us. You watch it today and you're like, mm, not really scary anymore. You know? Yeah. It, Perfect, perfect example. Yeah. Yeah. I. Anyway, that's the stories of, of our, I guess, me and our wives, right? Huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can share mine real quick. Yeah, oh. yeah go for it. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. met my wife on TikTok. That's about it. <laughs> At least it, you know, you know, I'm not, never, 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 I'm not going to say anything. Go ahead. <laughs> I was, no, I was going to say, at least it wasn't Tinder, but who the fuck am I to talk? Because technically, meeting someone at the bar is probably the equivalent of meeting someone through Tinder today. Yep. So, yeah, for sure. Who, yeah, fair. Who the fuck am I to make any comment? <laughs> well, it's funny too that times have changed, right? So, like, our stories of meeting people IRL at a restaurant, at a bar, right? Like, my, okay, so like mine being on the younger side, right? You obviously mm-hmm. were older, you were at a bar you're, and, and, you're, and your wife was bartending. So mm-hmm. minimum 21, you know, 19 yeah. if she's serving, that kind of thing. And then you had like the dating apps thing, right? And that was a thing for the last 10 years with all the different apps. And now it's like just social media, right? I have friends that many people met on TikTok, uh, on Twitter, right? I have friends that were, uh, you know, YouTube and, and Twitch uh, friends, you know, they, they yeah. were my stream and they were a mod and we, you know, but it just, it worked out. Right. Yeah. Or the fact know, that or, the fact that Paul's wife met on TikTok, but they obviously lived with proximity of each other to see each other. You know what? So that was gonna be my next question. Thought experiment. Do you think that, um, so it's, it's kind of, so Meeting people in, in today with today's technology advantages, right? 
larger radius. You you can reach out and meet anyone anywhere. So you're exponentially like growing the amount of people you have access to. Yeah. Versus when we grew, like it was your immediate area, right? Or right. maybe a little bit beyond or friends of friends, but it didn't really extend much beyond that, right? Um, yeah. But it was a lot, It, and I'm biased, so please don't be offended when I say I feel like it was a more real connection just because that's what I experienced, right? You go out, you hang out with friends, you got to figure out something to do, but the, mm-hmm. vice, the flip side of that is if you're meeting someone online, damn well, you better be able to carry on a conversation, right? Yeah. If you don't yeah. have a lot in common, you don't have anything to talk about. So if you're meeting online, odds are you got a lot to fucking talk about, a lot of common because you're c- keeping communication, you're keeping a conversation going. Right. I don't know. Do you, think, do you think there's any validity or stronger connection one way versus another? Um, so, okay. So, so I, yeah, I love this conversation because this is something we've talked about a lot. Cause again, I met my wife when I was in high school and we've been together now for, you know, our, uh, and wedding anniversary will be 19 years this year. Right. Wow. Plus five rats. Holy thank shit. You. Yeah. Almost 20. Yeah, I was almost 20. But wow. T- but plus five dating. We dated five years and then yeah. oh. we got married literally like the day after our five year anniversary. Like, so, you know, like the 12th you was over our, 20, uh, been so together was, over 20. Oh yeah, yeah. For over oh, together over twenty. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um. So yeah. So I have missed the whole dating scene, and I technically missed the whole bar scene because I, we met when I was in high school. So we Ooh, were together. Good. Yeah. Good conversation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we, we missed the bar scene. I missed the dating scene. Like I've never really dated. I mean, if you think about it, like we've never dated. Right. Um. I had girlfriends prior to her, but it was all high school, middle school girlfriends. It's like it's not the same as going to a bar and trying to pick up somebody and meet somebody. So my perspective on this is just outside looking in right so on one hand i'm definitely a face-to-face person when i worked at a corporate office you know we could do phone calls and emails i always want to do a face-to-face meeting i either walk to someone's cubicle to have a conversation or i would mm-hmm. schedule a meeting because i just I, I enjoy that i want to see your face i want to hear your tone you know that kind of thing but while i say that's like the best way i think to meet somebody the profile thing is interesting because you can put in there what you like what you don't like what you're looking for and so right out, you, right on the surface, you can be like, obviously photos are real, but like you can see what the person looks like and you'd be like, oh, they're into these things. I don't like any of those things, pass. And then you look at the next one, you're like, oh, okay, they like this, this, and this. I like those things. That's a maybe, right? Like there's the whole swiping thing. Sure, sure. Like you don't get that when you walk into a bar. You just, you're 100% going off of what they look like. So you have your type and you have what you're, you know, what you're interested you're in. Tr- that's true. I mean, when you boil it down to things like Tinder, where it is literally just a swipe of a picture, mm-hmm. or if you consider, you see all these memes, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's like, I was nice to the weird, weird girl in high school, and now we have a kid, and they're doing something silly together. Yeah. You, you, you don't have those interactions. Or people that maybe you wouldn't otherwise have communicated with, but you did because it was, it was a secondary friend circle yeah. that you met, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, there's an attraction here. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you still get that? Do you lose that when it's an online thing? I I think I think there's a less opportunity for that for sure. Um, you have to be putting yourself in those situations, right? Like you have to be going out with your friends, and maybe you're maybe you're not looking, but that's where that serendipity comes in. I think you know a lot of coworkers, uh, you know, get together because they they spend so much time with each other, and like yeah. you start to build yeah. a little bit, and then maybe you're like, 
you want to catch a drink afterwards or hey oh we're all yep. going to happy hour right so i think again i think as a as in the app situation you're able you're looking at like a um I mean, a profile, a profile is that sort of thing. It's like, here's my almost like credentials, right? Like, here's what I'm mm-hmm. into. Here's what I like. The whole jokes of the whole, the meme of like long walks on the beach and sunsets, you know, da, 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 margaritas. Like, right. That's literally what someone's profile can now say. And you can like filter by interests. Like I like to go outdoors and climbing. So those are the profiles I want to see. Right. Versus yeah. um, I'm into books and board games. So I think you and, and a lot of people, I think maybe are also more reserved because they have access to that. They don't feel like they have to go out weekend after weekend to try and find somebody. Whereas now they can like literally sit on their couch and plan mm-hmm. a date, you know, I will say yeah, too, true. there's something serendipitous about just online friendships becoming those two. Cause that's really what happened with me and my wife. Like I was just looking to be friends cause I needed friends down here after I moved and she happened to mm-hmm. live in the area. We like found each other's profiles on TikTok. Absolutely. And I'm like, Oh, you're a cool person. And then, you know, right. Six and a half, eight months in, we were like, okay, so, so this is a, this is a thing. Yeah, so right? you, you met, you met on on the app, right? And then yeah. and then met face to face. Obviously, you're married now. Yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> you would hope that you did yeah. it that way. So when you had a connection over the app, and then you met, how how strong, how much of a connection do you feel like you had in the virtual world compared to the connection you felt you had physically? Like when you when you got to meet in person and you started hanging out in in a real in a real scenario. So we started talking casually, like I think it was end of April, early May. Um, just kind of casually. It was just like, oh, like cool third person. Literally what happened is I, I liked one of their posts and then, you know, mm. she tried to message like me, like uh like me back like one of my posts back and it wouldn't let her. So she like sent me a DM so, and was so like, Why isn't this working? Slide in the DMs. Right. But it was literally just because TikTok was being a butt. Um, and so from there, oh. she, you know, we just started kind of casually talking and it was like, I was pretty standoffish cause I wasn't like trying to look for anything anyway. I was like, oh, I, I talked to people who come into my DMS cause I like to talk to people in general. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, Oh, like, what are you doing this weekend? And I was like, Oh, I'm going to the beach. And I was like, Oh, cool. Where? And she's like, uh, Clearwater. And I was like, that's like, it's like 20 minutes from me. What do you mean? <laughs> and from there it was like, Oh, okay, cool. Like, well, you know, like if you're in the area, let's go like grab you know dinner sometime so then i think it was like two weeks later it was just after gcx stuff had happened that we we went and grabbed sushi like and wine for fun you know and from there it was kind of mm-hmm. just like oh this person's cool and we just started hanging out kind of regularly i mean and, and i think part of it for me was like i didn't have as many actual friends around yet because like i said mm-hmm. like we had gone into pandemic and so i was working and then pandemic and so you just don't do anything because you're like oh it's not oh yeah what a tough spot so, to yeah. start something so it was really weird in that area but the other yeah. thing is like we are fundamentally different people too and clintus i was going to kind of go there just for two seconds was like it's weird too because i am fundamentally opposite from my wife in plenty of ways that like otherwise if i'd been like swiping through an app like you don't get the dichotomy that like makes you both grow in ways yeah. that mm-hmm. you wouldn't otherwise mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. that's also a thing that i just wanted to bring yeah. up too and your thoughts on that also want to acknowledge that this is an incredibly boomer conversation we're having and uh <laughs> we we realize that i'm just I don't know. This is where the conversation went and I'm going with it and it feels good. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, I... I, Go ahead. That's a good point. Like, I don't think personally a relationship solely online is sustainable. And I don't think majority do that. Like, I don't think that's a normal thing to do. That's right. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I... 
it'd be an interesting community question like you know like how did you meet your your partner and and you know what your what was your dating experiences like because i'm sure there's people have out there that are like i tried the apps i met people in the bar these yeah. you know these are the relationships that, that lasted the longest these ones that i had the most fondest yeah. memories of you know i'm sure it goes both ways yeah you know what let's if you comf- if you're comfortable with it hit us up on twitter and let us know get uh reach out and uh What's your what's your personal experiences? I would like to hear it. Get a little bit of a read. I have a feeling. I mean, I'm sure Kevin knows all these analytics. Actually, you probably do as well, Paul. Our our listener base is probably uh, older, right? I think so. Yeah, it, it's more like, of like 30s, like late late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, 20s, beyond 30s, something like that. Yeah, 20 20s to 40s. Sure. Yeah. So they're, they're, you you are all probably uh, well. So so that's the thing is again I I. I didn't go through the dating scene and so now i've got a 17 year old daughter who is coming up on her two years with her boyfriend and you know they met at school obviously they're still in school mm-hmm. very similar uh you know as, as me and my wife dating through high school and whatnot mm-hmm. and same thing like they started off with just friends he was very interested in my, my in, in her but she wasn't really into him and they were just friends they hung out and when COVID happened they all got locked down of course they're you know all they have is is dms and, and snapchats and you know stuff like that so at first right. the friend group got together and made a group chat and they were all talking to each other and then little by little it'd be like these five down to these three and then a couple times it'd be just the two of them talking like they're in the group chat but they're just her and him are talking to each other and they started kind of getting she started getting feelings for him and so they then they started like just talking to each other and that kind of formed that relationship and then they started kind of dating pseudo during covid which was was which was was interesting um so their the start of their relationship was dms right like right they knew each other from school but they didn't they hadn't hadn't seen each other hung out with each other for months right. and uh and then come fast forward to today where everything's kind of back to normal and it's like this weird like my daughter still likes the whole like come over and let's just chill and be a homebody and watch TV yeah. or movies. And he's like, let's go yeah. out and let's do stuff and do things. And Oh, so it, wow. It's, okay. It's interesting to see the, 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 the they're still, they're doing good, but it's just the, the relationships kind of changed now because it started in lockdown and now it's back to normal. And mm-hmm. you're starting to see this difference in like, I mean, she likes to go out, but she likes to just chill and stay at home. And he's like, yeah. I, I, yeah, I can't be sitting there still. I gotta be doing stuff, you know? So let me ask you this, like the way, I mean, I've, I know the answer for you personally, you, 20 plus years you've been with your wife it's incredible seeing that you missed quote unquote you really i mean i'm sure you didn't miss anything because <laughs> you've been together for so long but the idea that there wasn't an experience mm-hmm. and you see your daughter going through the same thing you think it's you think it's it's um it was worth not experiencing that stuff i guess i should say I don't know, man. Like there's, there's definitely been times where we've had conversations like what if, right? The whole what if conversation mm-hmm. of like, you know, cause we, cause even after we got married, we got married. Um, I'm trying to think, I think we were both 21 and then I turned 22 a couple months later. So oh, we got, got married. married young. Like, yeah. Young. Well, yeah. Well, again, we were, you've been married for 20. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were together for five years, right? We, like, yeah. we went in high school. I went through college. We got married mm-hmm. like my senior semester of college. We just bought a house. We built a brand new house. And like, you know, so we were doing the whole like adult, you know, storybook the way, oh, you do this, then you do this, you, you know, very traditional way of doing yeah. things. And so my wife, all she wanted to do, like you asked her, like, what do you want to do when you grow up? What are you going to do after high school? All she ever wanted to be was a mom. 
like straight up, that's what she wanted. She envisioned herself having kids and being like a stay at home mom and like taking care of kids and stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Which I had growing up. My mom didn't work until I was 13. I was old enough to like babysit my brothers for a couple of hours. Right. Okay. Um, and so like once I was kind of ending, uh, college and we had our house, it was like, I mean, we're married. We got a house. I got to, you know, I'm getting ready to finish college and get a job. Right. Let's try and have a baby. And so it was like, we only were like a married couple for like a year, less than a year. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause dang, cause we, cause we, again, it was just well, like, yeah. we had already again. been together for so long and yeah. we knew what we wanted. We both wanted to be parents. We both yes. want, you know, and I knew she was gonna be a great mom. And yeah. And All so right, that, was that makes thing. sense. You, you yeah. spent a lot of time doing you stuff. Younger. I mean, you were younger. I mean, you know, we, right. again, we were only 21 for um, a year. We had that one summer uh, after we got married where we, like went to the bar on Sundays. We were both off on Sundays. We were both working restaurants at the time. So it was like different hours, different days of the week. We were off together. Right. Some days we had, we worked opposite hours. And so it, for Crazy a while, there, it was like, we went to the Applebee's and sat at the bar and got their big freaking goblet drinks on, on happy hour. And that was our little, our little time of being a married couple of, tw you know, at 21 plus. Right. And after that was, she got pregnant. So then we couldn't drink anymore. And then it was, parents and kids and that, that that was you know that's the path we chose so going yeah. back and looking at like you know we didn't even like travel as adults you know like we we've been on we've been total we've been on two cruises but like we've only been to mexico a couple times of age of 21 and it's like um you know we, we look back and we're like ah oh, what, what what if what if but our whole plan always was start young and like now i'm 40 my daughter will be 18 this year i'll be 41 this year we have our, you know, our 40s and 50s to be like the adults, right? More mature. When you have way money. more money. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Way more time. Yeah. No, that's. Yeah. So that's yep. kind of our, that was our path, right? Whereas I have you, friends right now literally having their first kids at 40. Mm -hmm. You know, they've lived, they've lived their lives. They've, they've been there, did their 20s goofing off, doing dicking around. Their 30s to like build a career and, and a life for themselves. And they're like, all right, now yeah. getting either they just got married and they're just ready to have kids or they chose to wait you know, five, eight, 10 years. And so they're just now having it. So it's just, it's, in, it's interesting. You know, you pull up Instagram, my friends are my age having babies. You're like, <laughs> I want to point out my uncle didn't have kids until he was nearing 60. So holy shit. What? Now, granted, he became a multimillionaire by doing that. But yeah. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> you can choose right. your path in life. Choose your path. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, I, I did, I did the, uh, I, I definitely did the high school thing. I, I've, although through high school, I had, for the most part, a singular, a girlfriend all through high school. And then um, I didn't do the college thing. Mm -hmm. um, I did two years of community, which was basically just me blowing glass for two years. <laughs> okay. So oh, that's I, cool. I blew glass for two years, and uh, that was amazing but i didn't do the traditional college mm. experience um i don't regret it at all at all uh i went right into the workforce and when i turned 21 22 it was just like i went from high school to the you know the right into work did mm -hmm. two years of community and then into a career and party. So it was like I had, you know what I mean? So it was fun. It was cool. Uh, I definitely 
I don't regret missing those four those that four years that's supposed to be the best time of your life. I never understood that concept. Yeah. Um I get it's supposed to be I get what it's supposed to be or what it's made out to be. I, I've always wondered. I, I honestly wonder because I went to a private college that didn't have dorms. There was no there, like you didn't. There was no one living on campus. They they do now. Oh, they, wow. they built it after I graduated. But like so. But I so the first year I lived at my parents' house and I just drove to you know Tempe, and then um, after a year or so, um, I was a server. So I was I was making good money for a kid. Like I was you know hundred to hundred fifty bucks a night. You yeah. know, four or five nights a week, I was making really good money for not having any bills. So then I started saving. I was like, okay, I can, I can afford an apartment. I can get a roommate, you know? And so I ended up moving down to Awatuki um, and living down there, which is only like a less than 10 minute drive to school. And so I, I li- moved out and started doing that kind of like adult life down by college. Right. But like, same thing. It didn't have the sororities and the frat houses and, you know, there's no campus. Like the campus wasn't like a, you know, like ASU where it's like, there's a shit everywhere and things to do. Yeah. It was very much, and because it, it was a tech school, it was very nerdy. Like, you know, people get together to play Magic the Gathering. Or there was, like, the four computers for the LAN party that, you know, <laughs> anyone could use. So you, people would gather around because people were playing Counter-Strike together and stuff, you know. Um, so, yeah, same thing. Like, I, I always thought about that. Like, what if I would have gone to, like, say, ASU or, you know, a traditional college yeah. and did the four? Because I didn't want to go to college. When I was in high school, I was like, I'm not, I don't want to go to school. I'm done, right? I'm going to get certified in something, get some kind of certificate in, in computers, yep. uh, you know, and just I'll figure it out, you know, work, work, work. And then like right before I graduated high school, we went on this field trip to this school and this guy showed me how to make a 3D model of a garden hose shooting water at a wall and it bouncing off the wall all in 3D. And I was like, I want to do that. Can I do that here? You teach me how to do that. I can get a job doing that. Like fucking sign me up. <laughs> And so I went home and I was like, mom, get that thing. I think, I think I was signed up for DeVry. I was going to go to DeVry and like learn some kind of like tech trade. I was like, I want to go to this place, take that, sign that, send it back to DeVry, get our money back. And we're going to go here and like get a, a, a tour. And of course my mom and dad are like college. Oh shit. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not part of the plan. I know, dude, I was, I was already through high school. Um, ready to go to the same same university that uh, my, my girlfriend did at the time. And last minute, man, I just pulled the plug. Pulled the plug, and that was it. You all right? Yeah, no, this, this light's tripping me out. I'm like, where's that red light coming from? <laughs> There's a red light. I'm like, is it my monitor? What is that? Sorry, it's totally tripping me out. No, I, I pulled the plug on it last minute. I, I, I decided, nah, I withdrew. Um, I, I literally had no interest in education beyond, beyond, I shouldn't say education. I should say like academia, the traditional sense of education, continuing school as I knew it through high school. I had no desire to continue forward after high school. And I knew for a fact, cause I'm, I'm one of, uh, four and college is very much you know we support you um but it, it's on you yeah, it, yeah. It, it's just the way it's the way it is uh you know what i mean uh, to be able to afford college for uh one kid let alone today or one kid let alone four today is yeah it's, it's astronomical um, well that was the thing too is it was a, it was a private school so it was way more expensive than like asu and like in traditional colleges 
and yes. my parents were coming off of a bankruptcy. My dad, uh, unfortunately, oh, uh, lost a business. And so, like, back then, I don't know how it is today, but, like, back then, like, you couldn't get shit for credit, right? Like, we couldn't buy a house. Like, we rented a lot. We moved a lot when I was a kid um, for that reason. So, when it came to, like, even, like, student loans, it was, like, they couldn't uh, qualify for shit. So, mm-hmm. I got student loans, but it wasn't enough to cover the tuition. So, we were oh, still getting tough, a, a dude. bill. The first, like, year and a half, we were still getting a bill. Like, you still owe this. Your, your student loans didn't cover it. And so, my mom and dad were like, okay, well, we'll make that payment. Like, you know, I was accruing the student debt, but they would pay whatever that payment was. And eventually yep. the student loans rack, they, they go up, you get more money the longer you go into school. And then it was getting covered. And then I was getting like a re like not a refund, but like an overage, like you have extra money. And I was like, okay, cool. That's, you know, books or whatever. And then I was like, yeah. I'm going to pay one month's rent with this. You know, like it was one of those things, which is, I guess what people a lot of do in traditional college, like room and board and stuff. Right. Right. And so, yeah, it was one of those things where like at the end of the whole got my degree and everything um i think i had sixty thousand, fifty-five thousand, something like that and my parents eventually man, not bad well yeah well but we paid cash for multiple semesters and then my parents eventually could qualify for student loans and they picked up like a small loan i think i think at the end i had about 60 my dad had about 15 like at the end of it all end of it all so I mean, it was okay. a, it was back then. This is almost twenty years ago. Seventy five thousand dollars for a degree. A lot. Yeah. yeah, a yeah. lot. But it's it's Jeez. always been a, it's always been kind of a running joke though because of what I do now with YouTube and everything. It's like I technically have used my degree. Like te- I'm editing and I'm you know do, using you know film and stuff. So it's like you you're know. one of the few, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it looks good on the yeah. wall. I'm still in the I, day one I, of the few that have, have a degree in my family. Like there's they, not a lot of people that have graduated. Go, go, Good for you, man. I'll tell you what. It's I knew for a fact what I was going to do those mm-hmm. all four years. I knew what I was going to do, and it damn sure wasn't going to be going to class. And when the realization sinks in, and because I was always made all, all through high school, even even before high school, middle school, uh, you know, grade school on the weekends, I was working with my dad. Mm-hmm. Middle school, you're, you're working. Summers, you're working. So you learn early on the value of a dollar pretty quick, right? Yeah, you're responsible. for sure. And there's four of us. When there's four of you getting on your parents' insurance is like, nah, bro, you ain't jacking up my rate. So, <laughs> you know, had to get your own insurance and you had to pay for that insurance. And mm-hmm. you learn very quickly how far your money goes and it, how far it doesn't go. Yeah. And what you can and can't spend on. And when that realization sinks in, shit, this is on me. And that number, as big as it is to us now, was a hell of a lot bigger when you're 18 years old, yep. taking that on, right? 18, 19. Yep, yep. And I knew damn well I wasn't going to be doing fuck all with that. <laughs> and I'm, why would I spend that money to go drinking when I can just do it with my friends? Where You know what I mean? Yeah. I knew, because there's a couple of my other buddies, some of my best friends that were going to the same school, and we were going to be rooming together. Psh, no way. No way would I be going to class. There's not a shot in hell. And it would have. Well, that's kind of just, that's the, the philosophy I've had with my kids, you know. I was going to. I, I, oh, sorry, I apologize. You're cutting away. I realize you're still talking. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's, I, it was me deciding not to just piss the money down the tube for nothing other than spend more time with my friends that I could have otherwise spent time with. And so I just was like, nope, 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 nope. JK pulling that shit back i'm gonna do my own thing and i did and it worked out luckily um and but i am just 
overwhelmingly grateful the, the choices that I made and the way everything turned out. I definitely I don't think I could have gone back. I know going back at that time, I would not have been successful. Going to school at that time, for me, I would have failed. No, not a doubt in my mind. Oh, and I did too. I failed. I mean, I, I failed enough classes over those four years. Like, so the way they, the way that school was, it was, it was year round, right? So I did three semesters a year. And so oh. you can graduate faster was their whole thing. Like right? so it's traditional four year degree in like, you know, three years and one semester was like their accelerated plan. Right. Oh. I only took one semester off the entire time. I did. I went, I went year round. In fact, I, I graduated in May in high school and I was starting college end of June. Right. So I only got like five weeks of summer vacation. And I was right in the college, right? And because uh, I was excited about it, I was actually excited. But I failed enough classes to make up a semester. Like over those years, I failed enough classes, you know, wow. either because I didn't do the work, didn't show up, wasn't interested, that whatever. And eventually, uh, ended up being a four year, you know, ended up being a four year thing. So, um, so yeah, I feel that, dude. Because, like, yeah, you, you know, especially when you're that young, you don't know what the fuck you're doing, you don't know what you're, who you are, what you want to do. Not at all. Isn't it crazy that that expectation is put on kids at such a young age? Yeah, well, because you're like you're right out of high school, so you just continue going on, right? It's just it's yep. just like this young staircase, and, and it's just a it's an absolute cliff. Like you're just jaw you know, for for all twelve years of your academic career, or whatever you know, twelve grades, going all the way through. You're a senior, and then it is just a sheer fucking cliff, just drop off, and it's like, all right, ah. Uh, you need to know what you're going to do. And guess what? We're going to charge you a hell of a lot of money to figure it out. Someone had a great, someone had a great, uh, like analogy for it. It's like K through 12 is a staircase. It has rails, right? And as you continue to climb the, the lat, the staircase, the rails start to disappear. Now you're like, okay, you know, I'm old enough to know not to fall off the edges and stuff. And then when you get to the top, you're at the top of the mount, like uh, the top of the staircase, it just becomes a rock climb. That's that's adulthood and college. Like you want to continue going, you can, but now you're on your own to climb this motherfucker, right? And good. so you you know, good luck. Hope you have the right exactly. tools. Good right? luck. <laughs> I was like, that's good a great luck. fucking analogy, like metaphor, dude. You're like, yeah, it was absolute accurate, one hundred percent. So, uh, have it's you been a wild ride, man? Yeah, right. It's it. <laughs> good. Hey, anybody going through it right now? Good, you know. Good luck. Uh, I guess. Do you? <laughs> have you uh, have you been playing any? Uh, what, what, what games have you been playing these days? Man, I have an incredible itch to get back into shooters again. I have been leveling through WoW uh, Classic, and I intend to see that through. I will be. I'm keeping up with my um, Final Fantasy 14 PvP season. That that will be completed. But I just have this itch, man, to jump back into FPS again. And I have a horrible, horrible temptation that I'm fighting to download the 200 fucking gigabyte Modern Warfare. Oh, the, from like, like two years ago, three years ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Well, you got the new one they that just one. announced, right? Modern Warfare 2. I, which is Two. why I want to download Modern Warfare again because I want to play it again because I really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, probably it was solid. Try to, it, was, it was solid. Yeah, I'm trying to subdue that a little bit by jumping back into Insurgency Sandstorm. Maybe a little bit of modern. Uh, excuse me. Oh yeah, uh, okay. World War I, III. I love Insurgency, man. That game is criminally underrated. 
criminally underrated. It has no business being as good as it is. It is phenomenal. Um, I really wish World War Three was a little bit more polished. But I'm slowly getting into that one as well. Um, Battlefield 2042 is what it is to me. I don't know about you. I yeah. was an idiot. I, I pre-ordered that hunk of trash. I never, I never got into Battlefield. I was always a Call of Duty guy. So I just never really, like, I played a few, like, here and there. Um, Battlefield 1 was the only one that I actually purchased and owned and tried to play really? with, with my friends. Everything else was I played at a friend's house or I watched my friends play it, but I never really got into Battlefield. Um, I, I just was always a Call of Duty fan, and it was almost like back in the day it was like PlayStation or Xbox, right? Like you you, you yeah. had to pick a side, and you were only one or the other. Yeah. And so it was the same thing with Call of Duty, but Battlefield. It's like I was always a Call of Duty guy, and I had fun with Call of Duty. Never never not liked it, so I never had a reason to go and switch to other ones. And I like close quarters, more run and gun mm. style versus the long, you know. That was one of my only complaint with Battlefield. It was always such long maps, and to, to get to the action, you die, and then you have to run across the map again. And yeah, um, this is definitely not the Battlefield entry to uh, dip your toes back in for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. So uh, we were that, all, we were also a COD household. Okay, um, Battlefield three and four hooked me. I did not invest in any Battlefields after Battlefield 4. I don't know why. I just cannot get into anything other than modern era. I feel that. I, I, it's, I feel like I'm missing out on some really high-quality games, but, man, they just do not captivate me at all. At all. If it's not modern, I'm real. I'm just not interested. It's probably a really shitty take to have, but no, no, dude, I'm right there with you. Like, I don't like that's that's the reason why uh, I know you you weren't here for the conversation with, about last week about my, my whole MMO journey that I did. But like, mm. that was one of the major kind of like not I don't want to say turn off because that makes me sound like you just I'm out. But like anything that's dated. Right. Even like even fantasy, even though I love like fantasy movies and shows like, you know, Game of Thrones, Lord of Rings, like I, I enjoy that aesthetic because it still is a fantasy game wise. It's got to be modern or futuristic. Like I, I'm over the World War Two stuff. I'm over the like, you know, yep, all the same. different wars and stuff yep. like, you know, uh, even it's, even like games like New World. Originally, when New World was announced, I was like. I don't really play MMOs, the whole top down, looking down at the characters, but also it's 19th century. They're using muskets. Like, no thanks. Like, that fucking sounds lame. <laughs> and it wasn't until I played the open beta where I was like, okay, the gameplay is actually pretty dope. And the fact that I can chop a tree, hit a rock, shoot this guy, like, I, I, I got hooked on the gameplay and overlooked the aesthetic. And then when yeah. I realized all the enemies were magical, I was like, okay, they're like supernatural. Like, they're fucking dead zombie guys. Right. Like, okay, that's a little different. But like, the same thing, like, the aesthetics kind of get to me where it's like there's there's this dated feel to it and i just it's a turnoff so i'm right there with you on that i'm right there with you on that you know what speaking of which i don't know if you're aware but because i i heard you and and uh, tell me when i when i when we talked about mmo mmos originally and i i believe i made the statement somewhere along the lines of or something along the lines of if you are just wanting to play the game for the sake of playing the game. Wow, is the MMO is would be the preferred MMO. If you're interested in being along for the journey and are on board for a very story driven on the rails experience, fourteen is the MMO for you. Did that ring true for you? 
So I so here's the thing. I liked the I liked the just go and play of WoW, mm-hmm. but I actually liked the way skip the cutscenes. Like I skipped all the dialogue and was like get to the next thing. I hate the fact mm-hmm. that every time I went to talk somebody, it was this cutscene dialogue thing with and no one's talking either. I'm like I have to read this shit. Like yeah, it's a lot. So I actually of the two, I enjoyed Final Fantasy more than WoW. Interesting. Um, I felt like I knew what I was doing. I felt like I I knew why I was doing the things I was doing. And maybe they it's because... They really walk you through that. Yeah, for sure. And also, too, the graphics are just look like cleaner. You know, it's a no more updated game and, and, and engine for graphics-wise. Obviously, different style. One's fantasy, one's anime. Right. Um, and there is technology in the game. Like, you know, I, my buddy might end up joining me at one point. And he's got a flying car. I'm like, this is fucking cool. Like, you know, there's tech and shit. Um, so of the two, I think if I had to go back, if I, let's say I had to go back and play MMO for some reason, I, I think I enjoyed Final Fantasy more. Um, I enjoyed that. Like I could switch classes and like now I'm a miner now I'm out here mining and I'm leveling up my mining yeah. skill. Like I like that. I know, Final, I know WoW had some of those things, but I just didn't enjoy the early, like doing things. It just seemed like mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know, you know, and again, the aesthetic too was, it was kind of, a, it was a turnoff there too. Interesting. But, so I went, I played, I, wow was the admission, right? But through yeah. the, my day of playing wow, uh, everyone's like, oh, when I say like, oh, he doesn't have this or wow, can you do this? They're like, no, but you can't have Final Fantasy. A lot of people are like, Final Fantasy has that, Final Fantasy has that. And I was like, well, fuck it. I, I probably should try Final Fantasy too. And while I'm at it, I'll do, I'll try Eve since I played mm. Eve 18, 19 <laughs> years ago and loved it. What really? I still love it today. Yeah, yeah. Really? I, played I played it for three years. That's my only MMO I've no ever played. No shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spreadsheets was, I mean, in space? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and this is, I mean, this is before there was, the spreadsheets were a thing. Like, that's, that's, that's awesome. The, that's the joke. But so I, so I downloaded all three, and I played all three. I did like six hours, six hours, and then I did 11 hours of Eve, because I actually really liked it. <laughs> sure. It's the aesthetic, bro. You're, it's all sci-fi. It's all technology. You're going into space stations and the music, like the, the, the sound inside the space station sounds like an eerie sci-fi movie. Like I just got immersed in the world. Um, the well, granted, hey man, the that's what it's all about to go from point A to point B is fucking yep. daunting. Like you just sitting there, like I would go on autopilot and talk to chat and everyone's like, don't go to autopilot, bro. Don't, don't, don't do autopilot. Cause you're going to this. I'm like, I'm in low, I'm in high sec. I'm not worried about it. I'm, I'm playing a, a, a new account, free account. Like, I don't give a shit. I, I'm talking to chat. Like, but I got into it. Like, I started going, oh, I remember this. Oh, I remember that. And of course, everything's different. But I, I it connected to it right away, right? So of the right. three, Eve is the only one that I would go back to, you know, right. and, still, and still try to play. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, 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 after doing those three, I don't know if I'm an MMO guy. I don't know if it's like my genre of, uh, of choice. Interesting. Um, Damn, I, man. I thought yeah. I thought we were gonna grab you. Everyone else. So did here's too, the thing. Man. We've been talking about League of Legends. Okay. Okay. And you you liked it that aesthetic, right? League of Legends? Oh, the movie. Oh, the show. I love the show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Never played the game. So though. Riot Games is actually developing a League of Legends MMO. Oh, okay. So obviously nowhere in the near future sure i mean guesstimation probably earliest would be 2026 maybe right down the road Mm -hmm. definitely keep your eyes i have a feeling it's gonna and from everything they've released it's gonna be a holy trinity setup which within mmos you have the holy trinity you have your dps you have a healer and you have a tank holy trinity yep so they're gonna follow that same model right 
they're a very smart development studio, very good at what they do, make great products. I am sure they are taking in everything, the mistakes that Blizzard has made, the the um, resurgence of Final Fantasy fourteen, and potentially with with WoW's next expansion, uh, WoW's comeback, right? So right. they're paying attention to all this stuff and they're taking it all in and I'm sure they're going to apply it to their game. I'm really hoping that's I, a lot of people right now are excited for ashes. Um, ashes is one of those titles where it's just been hype, 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 hype. And it kind of just dies out. It's like, I'm sick of it. hearing about ashes at this point. It is, if it comes out great, I don't know if I'm really going to invest any time into it. We'll see how it launches, but I am looking down to Riot's MMO and really looking forward to jumping into that from the ground, like ground zero type mm-hmm. deal. And that's definitely keep that on your radar. Definitely keep that right. Cause I feel like the aesthetic while a little more cartoony, I have a feeling is going to be futuristic, more driven towards what you, you would, would draw your eye mm-hmm. and the mechanics are probably going to be something very similar to 14. I would imagine, not mechanics, that's the wrong word, progression. Um, because one of the gripes a lot of players have is, are you respecting my time? Right. If you're not respecting my time, I don't have time for the game type deal. And 14 does a very good job of that, in my opinion, respecting the player's time and the fact that you can be every class. Right. Um, they give you exponential amount of XP boosters, considering the fact that there is a shit ton you have to level. Right. And the um, uh, whole philosophy behind the game is that they encourage you to step away from the game. They design all of their material to be uh, to be constantly played at all times. So if you're just starting the game, you're not going to have a problem filling your lobbies with early game dungeons because the way the game is designed, there are players constantly rotating into that, right? So gotcha. you can leave and come back and not feel like it's going to be an uphill battle. Right. Respecting the player's time. And I imagine they're going to do something very similar. Definitely yeah, worth keeping an eye out. That's, I mean, so that's the thing. This, this whole MMO thing kind of sparked a whole like, well, now I've got the itch to just try a bunch of new games. And I kept going back to like, okay, you know, people were suggesting, have you tried this? Have you played this? And I have to like re- re- like reiterate, like I come from a first person shooter world. I haven't played shit. Like there's just <laughs> whole entire <laughs> franchises that I've never touched. Like a perfect example. I was a PlayStation guy, so I never played Halo. I've never played any <gasps> Halo games. Like none. I played multiplayer a, with my brother. Video game sin. I know. I know, right? And, and I mean, it goes on. The uh, the the Metal Gear Solid series. The um, what's the Mass Effect? I haven't played. You know, you know there's whole series that I've never. Touched. I am envious of you right now. <laughs> you get to experience all this on a much more mature brain level than me when I did. Right. That's yeah. incredible. Where are you gonna start? Well, I'm just saying, like, people are spitting stuff out to me, right? Like, you try this, yes. you try this. I'm like, no. And I had to re- reiterate, like, okay, look, I started in college, and, like, literally my first PC game was StarCraft. And then I found Counter-Strike in college, and then I went on the whole FPS mode. That's literally how I started it all. Um, like, GoldenEye, back in the day, was my first taste of it. Like, multiplayer, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that's when I realized I liked that. But that wasn't a thing you could do on console, because it wasn't online. And, you know, so you couldn't play a multiplayer, right? Like, when yeah. it, it was, multiplayer was split co-op. screen, Split screen only. 
Yeah. So Counter-Strike was my first taste of like online PvP. I'm like, this is, this is fucking cool. I like this, right? right? Went down the path of like Day of Defeat, Tribes 2, Medal of Honor, and just went down the gambit of, oh my God, FPS, of PC, Honor, right? Yeah. And so then I got into EVE because a friend of mine was like, hey, there's this, this new MMO. I'm like, what's an MMO? I don't know what the fuck that is. And it was a cool game. We played that for a little bit. Then my PC broke and I had kids and I just stopped gaming. I just, just stopped gaming, right? And then fast forward many years later, and it was like, hey, guys, I'm looking to get into a console. What, what's everyone using? They're like, oh, PlayStation 3, Modern Warfare 2, join us. So I bought it, got on. That night, I'm fucking gaming with my friends. I'm like, this is so cool. This is just like college days, right? Like, but I'm on my couch, and it was cool. Yeah. And so from that point on, all I played was Call of Duty. Like, literally, the only game I bought, I got the DLC. And so I, every, every three months, new maps came out. But it was like Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops, Modern Warfare 3, and Black Ops 2, and just until yeah, Destiny. You- until Destiny, and then and I played Destiny, and Destiny, and that's when I kind of get into content creation. So then I started getting acclimated to other games, right? Like, oh, I've seen this one, I've played that one. Got a PC, so I started playing like Overwatch, Rainbow Six Siege. Got I found a, 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 a right where I left off with mouse and keyboard. Like, oh, it took me years to get decent on a controller. I got back yeah. to mouse and keyboard, and was like, this is home. You know, started yep. playing PUBG and uh, and other shooters. And I was like, fuck yeah. And when Destiny 2 went to PC, that was the last time I played a console. Like, I gave my PlayStation wow, to my son. really? Yeah. I just cold turkey co- co- went to PC and uh, never, never went back. I've been mouse and keyboard uh, since Destiny 2 went to PC. Damn. So, wife- again, I, even, even now as a PC gamer, I have not played dick all. Like, I've only played first-person shooters, and I focus on PvP for the most part. You have so much cool shit to experience <laughs> now that is awesome so so people started like recommending me games i said all right let's let's time out for a second let me just we'll, we'll narrow it down a little bit i like sci-fi i want sci-fi futuristic you know if there's some kind of like tech element to it or something like that if there's a combination of you know like whatever so then people mm-hmm. are like okay cool so then people started sending me suggestions i'm adding stuff to my wish list on steam and whatever and, you know, we've been trying some new things, but for the most part, I'm, I'm even going back to just stuff like, for example, yesterday I played No Man's Sky for a couple of hours. I only had like 12 hours in that game last year, and there's a shit ton I, of new content. Mm-hmm. I have a, I have a, a secret, not-so-secret hatred for that game. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I, Is it because I, of the game or because of how it launched and how what they did with with the launch? Uh it's because of it's because of how it launched. So no hate to Hello Games um at all. They they did right by their fan base. They brought the game back. They they did for everything they did wrong, they did right in mm-hmm. the end. Right? Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's it is no no um hate towards them i think as a development studio they did a good job coming back from an absolute hot mess and kudos right the game should have never launched that way let's make no mistake but they did right in the end um honestly man my irritation comes solely a it is not a game for me whatsoever like it, it is not that is that is not an interest of mine so this is the silliest of takes to have because honestly, I shouldn't have a take. It's just not a game for me, period. But, but I get so unnecessarily irritated by seeing individuals on Twitter just absolutely just shit a brick through their dick 
when No Man's Sky comes out with some fucking weird, just... Uh, oh my god it's the fucking greatest thing ever but no it's not it's not stop it stop it it's not it's not shut the fuck up just shut up just shut up and so it it has developed into this thing and i it's to a point where it gets so irritating i have like unfollowed like muted words right and unfollowed and people think it's funny People who like I follow on Twitter who will then interact with these stupid No Man's Sky tweets and then it ends up on my timeline. Like, <laughs> damn you, motherfucker. Get off of my timeline. <laughs> oh, dude, it drives me up a wall. And so that feeds my unnecessary dislike for sure. this piece of content. And it's just a never-ending cycle. And it, much like Titanic, there where mm-hmm. I just refuse uh-huh. to try it, um, and also dislike Titanic because I'm sure I will enjoy that movie, whereas I am positive I will not enjoy No Man's Sky. I just refuse to give it any other take or qualification simply out of spite and, um, I, I don't know, just complete an asshole. Yeah, no, no, I, I get that. I get that for sure. You know what I mean? Uh, That's just where I'm at. We've, with been, we got like an, we've been doing this for like an hour already. It's been, been a long one already. Yeah. What's the normal? Holy like, what's shit. the normal episode for you about, guys? About about fifty minutes. Oh, really? An yeah. under an hour is, yeah. is the goal. Yeah. Oh shit! Um, I'm forever. <laughs> I yeah, sorry. Uh, so, to everyone who's mad that this episode's cut short, I mean, I think you should let Paul know. <laughs> True. Just, just come at Paul. Can I? Can I do one thing real quick? I found something yeah, interesting that I want to. Yeah. I want to get both of your takes on this, just real quick, just real quick. Yep. Go for it. Okay. Both of you. Um, top 10 sweetest TV moms. Sweetest? Are you ready? Sweetest. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go for number 10. Number 10. Claire Dunphy from Modern Family. Number 9. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me why, but Cersei Lannister, Game of Thrones. Nope. <laughs> Number eight. Peggy Bundy, married with children. Seven. Claire Huxtable, Cosby Show. Okay. Six. Wendy Bird from Ozark. Five. Marge Simpson, obviously. Four. Kitty Foreman, that 70s show. Three. Skylar White, Breaking Bad. Two, June Cleaver, leave it to Beaver. Number one, sweetest TV mom. Do you have a guess? I got nothing. No, because some of those, I'm like, what's, what's sweet about her? I agree with you. Oh, yeah, I got nothing. Yeah. I got so nothing. according to Barstool, the number one sweetest TV mom, Carol Brady. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can accept that one. Oh, you guys it. agree with that shit? It landed on a good one. I mean, she's that sweet. That is horseshit. <laughs> well, that is I'm saying shit. The people they have on that list already, you're like, okay. Like, Why I guess that's going to be the top of that list. list. If that's going to be the top of that list, I'm okay with that. Like, like that, it, it, if we're going up that list, I'm like, okay, that's a fine statement. The sweet? No. 
there are much better options but if that's the top of that list i'll let barstool have barstool things because i don't like barstool anyway i think just because the brady bunch was a long-standing show that she just like automatically default you don't think kitty foreman was more sweet the innocent drunk mom she yeah i mean she had like the sweet little voice and the like that's that's her like i don't know if that's what makes her sweet but she definitely had more and again it might just be because of the like even though it's technically the 70s like both those shows are technically in the 70s that's true good point good point one was filmed one was filmed in 2000s so it's a different take she was a smart ass she was you know she was a little more like punchy whereas touche in the show because it was made in the 70s brady was super sweet there was never shitty moments with her there was never shitty takes with her I, I, I just, I just, I don't know. It doesn't sit well with me that Carol Brady is the number one sweetest TV mom. Listen, um, it's fine. All right, I guess we'll leave Let it Let Barstool that. be we wrong. Had, it's fine. I, all right. Can we, can we carry over the, uh, the news to next episode, or should we touch on it? No, we can carry it over. All right, because this is some pretty good points that I think uh, I, I would like to include next episode. Pretty hilarious. What the fuck is in the water in Texas? That's all I got to say. A little teaser for episode 32. What the fuck is in the water down there? Thanks for episode 31. We'll see you guys next week for episode 32. Have a great Later, day. Later, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Cheers.